Hi guys, a year go, goes by so quickly. We're back at the business show, the Iris Pod Live, and I'm delighted that my first guest is Adam Stark. How you doing? I'm really doing excited good. to be here. Can't wait to have a great chat today. Yeah, excellent. So Adam, you're the founder of Big Business Events. Um, tell us about what that is in your own words and we'll dig in. So really what we do is we help business owners to grow their businesses um, using systems and really getting them to understand really six areas mindset of a business owner how do you have a successful psychology as a business owner which is really really the foundation which is very important we then show them leading marketing strategies branding strategies business strategies so they can make more profit make more money um, we look at the numbers and getting them to know the numbers and then we show them how to build a brand as well so we do all those different things uh, the business has been built off my experience in building several multi-million pound businesses the ups the downs the struggles the challenges and really the secrets along the way that I've found that help you through those challenges. And we've helped 15,000 business owners grow significantly. So it's a fantastic business. I love it. I love doing it and I love helping people. So it's a brilliant business to be in. Over the last few years, I mean, notably this event just in the first you know, hour or so feels busier. Feels like there's more atten uh, attendees and exhibitors. Obviously we've come out of probably one of the most challenging moments in, in our lives. Um, but out of that is also opportunity and the businesses yeah. that win are the ones that are either prepared or certainly if they're not fully prepared for that sort of event, can pivot and make choices quickly to capitalize Absolutely. on the circumstance. Yeah, yeah 100%. I think, yeah, it's really good to see the show so busy. I think that people nowadays are looking to get more control back in their lives um, in multiple different ways. And starting businesses and growing businesses is something that gives people and entrepreneurs that control. And I think that right now you're going to see a huge movement towards more businesses starting over the next few years. People looking to earn money in different ways. You know, people talk about there being a, a cost of living crisis and a, a crisis in terms of recession and economic. Well, really, it just gives people two choices. You either suffer that or you say, hey, I'm going to do something different to get something different and you start to take control of your own future and the best way to do that is start a business add value to people and when you start a business you add value to people you'll be rewarded for it right and i think that's why business is growing uh small entrepreneurs uh small business owners are the bedrock of the economy right so we've got to keep encouraging keep helping them grow and you know i think it's really important when um when you you know either a company approaches you or maybe yep. just someone with an idea what are the kind of common barriers that you see to their success? How much of that is mental and how much of that is like a little bit more kind of fundamental, like lack of cash or something like that? So one of the biggest challenges for business owners succeeding is the psychology, is you have people that have fear of money, fear of risk, not don't have the skill set. So really, I think the belief has to come first and the skill set has to come second which is why we say mastering you really is the foundation and getting yourself and your beliefs and understanding that you can do this. Like in order for a business owner to win, you've got to be successful in your mind before you're ever going to be successful. So you've got to have that attitude and mentality. If you know what, I am going to succeed. It does not matter what it takes. Yeah, I'm not the finished article, but I'm going to build towards being the finished article because the skills can be learned. Fundamentally, in today's market, in today's economy, the skill sets are actually pretty simple. You need to be able to market your business to get the message out. You have the best products or service in the world. If no one's ever heard of it, you're not going to have a very successful business. 
right? So you've got to be a marketer and you've got to know how to market. That is a skill that fundamentally could be learned. You've got to be able to sell because you can be a great marketer, generate loads of leads and opportunities. But the bottom line is if you can't convert those opportunities, you're going to have no sales, you're going to have no profit, right? So you've got to be able to sell. That's another skill set that can be learned. The next one is business strategy. You have to have the right business strategy because you'd be a great marketer, great salesperson, close loads of business, but send everything at a loss, not make any money, you ain't going to be in business very long. So you've got to have a strategy, right? You've got to know the numbers so you can measure how you're doing and you've got to build a brand. So the skill sets for me can all be learned and fundamentally they can be learned in a step-by-step -step way. You know, I'm a big believer in percentage gains and the keynote that I'll be talking about at this show is really that percentage gains model that when you start a business, you're not going to be amazing day one. But if you improve by 1% a day and just get 1% better, you're 365% better in a year, right? Plus all the compounding that goes on. So you've got to commit to that never-ending improvement model and the skill sets can be learned and you've got to have the pace to learn them. But the first things first, as you start out, you've got to have the belief. And I think, you know, certainly one of the things that we've done with, with Iris is be ready to, you talked about the strategy, be ready to be sensible and pivot and seize the opportunity as you see them. And I think part of that is also having solid advice Absolutely. like yourself, yeah. you know, being quite humble and always striving for people oh, massively. in their discipline and their lane that are far better than you yeah. to really guide. But on the flip side of that, there's a lot of nonsense advice out there. How do you segment yeah. that and go well, well this is helpful and this is actually just noise my mentality is this only take advice from people you'd be prepared to swap places with if you want to be a millionaire you need to get advice from millionaires you want to be a billionaire you get advice from billionaires you want to make your first hundred grand speak to someone's made a hundred grand you know that's the bottom line and i think that that's one of the things that makes us a bit different in that i'm a business owner first speaker second i run multiple businesses i've grown multiple businesses i've had ups and downs my first business i took to 40 million a year in revenue. My events business is an eight-figure business and we know how to build businesses, right? And I think that's the key. Um, don't take advice from people you wouldn't swap places with. Yeah. And I think another key point that you made, which I think is is vitally important, is as a founder, co-founder or what some of those first employees, it doesn't matter if you're coding the website or, you know, doing the books. You actually have to be able to sell because it's that moment where you know, we've got our pro project director, we've got our product manager, we've got our design <laughs> expert here today yeah. selling. Yeah. Look, in business, you need leverage, right? And leverage is the ability to be able to make things happen while you're essentially not doing it. And you need people out there selling your products and services. In the first stage, you'll be the salesperson. And if you're horrible, it's going to mean that the first stage takes a bit longer, right? So you've always got to get good at sales. Then eventually you're going to need to bring other people in that can go and sell your products and services. And you don't want to just build a business with tons of people that do lots of things to your business with no sales team. Because if you haven't got a sales team, you're not going to make any money. So you've got to make sure that you have a sales team in a business in order to help that business grow, who understand the product, that can show clients. And my, my very clear methodologies on sales. My methodology really is you sell to serve. So if somebody has a problem, you are selling to them to solve that problem. So really you find the problem and by finding the problem, you present the solution. That's all selling is. So you've got to find people that understand people's problems and can present your products as a solution as a, as, as a solution, your product service as a solution. So yeah, you've got to go, you've got to, sales is everything really. 
you're always going to be selling it always and selling and you know whether that's selling your business to an investor to yeah, you know, give absolutely. some cash or yeah. you know a client or even an employee that you want to join you need yeah, that 100% you know, you need to level up it's all yeah. about communication isn't it uh, all about communication you know and you're always communicating you've got to be able to sell your product or service you've got to be able to sell yourself you've got to be able to sell the business and you've got to be able to sell people on the vision very very important whether that is an investor and that requires very very clear communication and that first of all and that's a big problem actually with business big big problem is communication because a lot of the reason that people don't sell is they actually don't feel confident or comfortable in their value proposition which means when they start to communicate it they start to waffle they start to go all over the place just need to be straight to the point very clear very concise show somebody how you can help them in the right way and you will invariably get a result we've moved to a world where a traditional bricks and mortar you know isn't really even for a larger businesses we've just seen elon musk demanding the entire twitter workforce to come back to come <laughs> back to the office like five days a week yeah you know we don't even do that but i think communication channels and ways of collaborating um, have really fundamentally changed and almost accelerated towards us through the last few years. Um, how do you set yourself up to be professional? You know, maybe you're, I, I like this term coffice, <laughs> working from the coffee shop office. You know, and I, you know, you see just a line of laptops when you go into that, uh, you know, the coffee shop environment. How can you present yourself professionally as a business leader, selling that value proposition when your environment is, you know, a bit scatty maybe? Well, I think there's two parts. I think the Elon Musk point is an important point, so I don't want to skip that. And I would say with regards to Elon Musk, if you look at what he's really good at, is building culture. Yeah. And he's fantastic at that. And he probably realizes that with people scattered all over the world, how am I going to build a culture for this social media channel? And I think that's one of the reasons that he's done that. And one of the reasons that he's focused in on bringing people together because he realizes that communication is important with his team members and the culture and communicating the culture. So I think that's probably why he's done it. And I think if you look at Tesla as a brand, that's what they've done superbly is they've built a culture around a product or service that people buy into and love and want to be a part of, right? So I think that would be a reason that he, one of the key reasons that he would have done that. And I admire what he does because you know what, there's lots of perspectives and point of views that people can have. But you know what a business owner needs is conviction of their own ideas. And he's like, well, Facebook, you want to do it that way. Snapchat, you want to do it that way. LinkedIn, you want to do it. I don't give a shit. I bought a company. I'm going to do it my way. And I like that. You yeah. know, that's conviction. Um, so I think that's really important. And then the second part of your question, which was how does a business owner present themselves in the right way? They've got to, first of all, realize that they are the product or service. They are the walking, talking version of the product or service i mean you i'm on the podcast right now and i also understand that i am representing my business and my brand at all times so what i say needs to be congruent i need to be authentic i need to be have total conviction in my philosophy and my opinions and i think people need to do that when they go and have conversations it doesn't matter if it's in a coffee shop we're a business show right now we're on a couch it's very nice right but where you've got to be ready to do business wherever you are and you've got to be ready to convey yourself professionally wherever you are. And then there's the basics of professionalism. Turn up on time, make sure you dress smart, look the best version of yourself, 
you know, it's interesting you're an audio company, have, if you are communicating through uh, virtual means, have clear connection, clear audio, because it's very, very important. There's nothing worse than meeting with somebody online. You want to have a really constructive, great conversation that feels very congruent, and then you're cutting out every two minutes. It's awful, right? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just yeah. A, it's, yeah. It, it'll ruin the deal. It'll yeah. stop the deal, and what it'll do is the person on the other side say, "Let's continue this in person," or they'll just go off and meet someone in person, do business with them. So, when operating from a virtual standpoint, you've got to invest in professional technology. It was one of the first things you said when we met uh, just before we we started recording this that the first thing you did when you came to to the show here was you checked your AV setup. Yeah, because absolutely. That, because your voice and what you're saying, the content of your words is the most important thing that you're conveying. Yeah, so that comes into totally, absolutely factual. I think that that comes from my experience as a professional speaker, knowing that if you cannot get the message across clearly to the client, a confused mind does not buy. And if you can't hear half the conversation, you ain't buying nothing, Yeah. right? So you want to make sure that your communication is clear, the way you pace and the way people hear the audio and the information is incredibly important. And I think, um, you know, you touched on something at the top of this, which I, which I thought was really important, was about brand, building a brand. I think a lot of that, and I want to get your take on it, is almost faking it a little bit. Feel bigger than you actually are um, with a bit of a gloss to it, even if, and it's like the swan analogy, isn't it? Beneath the surface, you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. I really believe that. I, I, what do you think? Is so that... I, I think what that, I think the terminology you use, I understand what you said, but I think what I'd like to do is soften it with a slightly different terminology because there's a lot of people that would feel uncomfortable with faking it, right? But you've got to be successful before you ever be, will be successful, yeah. right? So you have to make a decision in your mind that this business is going to be successful. And you might not wake up every day and have had your best day, but you are going to walk out and you are going to give the best representation yeah. at all times that you can of your business. So I think you have to have a brand of success. And I often talk about branding for success. And, that, and, you, and a lot of people get really struggle with that because they'll be like, yeah, but I'm not successful yet. And I don't feel successful yet. But you are successful at something, right? And you have to understand that everybody has created success in some way, shape or form. Maybe it's the clients you are working with. You said to me, Adam, we're working with McLaren. You know, we're working with Formula One. That's a successful point. Let's talk about that more because that shows that big companies trust your business and your brand, right? So we've got to use that. Another point of success might be, you know, hey, we've won multiple different awards in our business. And those awards are showing that we have a good quality product or service. The bottom line is hardly anyone might have bought it. But if you're winning awards because the product is amazing, then that is a brand of success. And that's going to encourage more people to buy it. So I think that you've got to be purposeful and, and really have intent on building that brand. And I always talk about levels of branding. And brand awareness is the lowest level. That means somebody knows who you are. But they can know who you are. It doesn't mean they're doing business with you, right? Yeah. Over that, awareness is brand preference. That means I'm aware of your business. I'm aware of another business. But I'd rather do business with you because you've won awards. You've got great clients. And you've created a preference. And the level above that is brand insistence. Hey, I know that there's multiple different areas 
in the audio market that could go to, but I want to go to Iris because I know that they are the best. And you've got to communicate the message that you are the best in order to get them to realize that. And, and I think the, the best companies in the world do that. And above that level is advocacy and above that level is fans, right? So you've got to keep building the levels on a, and I really train people on how to do that. Yeah, that, that point around, I guess, what's inherent in the, in the old net promoter score where yeah. your customers actively recommend you as a business to others, friends, family, yeah. colleagues, whatever. And that's, that's that kind of thing you have to just aim for, right? Because then you've got not just a sales team of however many people yeah. you can afford, yeah. but you've got you know maybe hundreds or thousands of salespeople out there yeah. selling Absolutely. it for you. Absolutely, and you've got to create those fans. And you know, at the end of the day, a solid business strategy is one that acquires clients and keeps clients for the long term yeah. and keeps them coming back and buying more products and services. And the only way you can do that is to create great products and services as well, right? People are going to be able to listen to that tomorrow in your keynote. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the secrets of a successful business. Um, I think you're on at four, uh, 2.45. Yeah, fabulous. Which, uh, which, which stand are you on? Which theatre? Do you know which theatre? Uh, I actually don't. Okay, well, <laughs> check it out, guys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, lots of great advice already just in this, you know, 20-minute conversation. Yeah, absolutely, had. yeah. Who else are you looking forward to seeing at the show? Is there anyone you've got your eye on? I'll definitely go and have a look at the different technologies because I'm interested in technology for advancing businesses. You know, I'll certainly go and visit all the different stands. Um, I've got a few podcasts um, like this that I'm doing, uh, which is going to be pretty cool. And yeah, I'm just going to have a great two days. Yeah. You know, looking forward to enjoying it. So it should be pretty awesome. Well, thanks so much, Adam. Your podcast, Business Growth Secrets, is available yeah. on all good platforms. You've had some absolutely amazing guests, Ant and Joshua, I think yeah. you mentioned, and others. In yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal podcast, even if I do say so myself. Well, you're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's 300 odd episodes. We've had billionaires on there like John Caldwell. We've had dragons like Sarah Willingham, Tej Lavani. We've had sports stars like Anthony Joshua. CEOs of major companies and corporations. And I do many episodes myself giving ad advanced strategy and advice. So if you're listening to this and you love business, you want to grow your business, even if you're at the beginning, you just started out, or whether you're a superstar and you want some new tweaks from some superstar high profile people, it's a podcast to go and listen to. It's called Business Growth Secrets. You can listen to it on any major platform. And I look forward to building our relationship further from you listening to that podcast. Excellent. Thanks so much, Adam. Great to have you on the Iris pod. Loved it. Thank you. Cheers. Guys, we'll be back soon with more live from the sofa here at the business show. Come and check it out. Thanks.